I'm Karen. And I'm Michelle. We're sisters. And homeschool moms. Welcome to the Layers of Learning podcast. Where we talk about family-style homeschooling. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. This is Karen, and I'm here with my sister, Michelle. Hello. And today we want to talk to you about homeschool traditions. We are going to talk about all kinds of traditions, um, things that come up through homeschooling. So they might be holiday type traditions, but it could also just be things that you sort of do every day or things that come up once a year, regular things that that you come across in your homeschool. We just like the idea of sprinkling a little bit of fun into your homeschool and not having it just be, you know, classroom style school all the time. So there are some things that we do that we enjoy and we're hoping to just share some ideas for that. And then if you have ideas, we'd love to, you know, get a message from you. We love to get emails and comments in our Facebook group and things like that from people who have fun ideas to share with us. So if you have fun traditions, let us know. One of the nice things about traditions, Karen, is that if you do something regularly, you don't have to plan quite as much, right? I mean, because you're, you're, you have the stuff for that one thing that you do and you are prepared mentally for it and you just do it again and again and again. It becomes easy. Yeah. Because it's already ready. You just pull the stuff out and do the things again. And yet traditions are so valuable because if you think back on your childhood, you really remember most the things that you did again and again and again. It's the traditions that you had in your family that are your best memories. The thing that you did once, you often forget. And so it's kind of fun to have those special events that your kids just go, oh yeah, that's our family tradition. It's kind of like creating your own family culture when you have some fun traditions. Let's start with back to school. Like when you're ramping up to get ready to go to school or, you know, start your homeschool year or that, you know, that first week or two of school, we're going to start there. So Karen, what do you got? Well, one of the things that I like to do is I kind of get my kids school supplies together in, they're just little bags, but think gift bag. You know, it's almost more like a present. And I put all their supplies in there and I always have their new books for the year and things like that. But then I also get a few fun art supplies and just a couple of unexpected little treats. And I put them in the bag and they're kind of presented with their back to school stuff. And then they get to move into their little cubbies that we have. So, so do you do you do that before school starts or on the first day or when? Usually we do that like the first day. Okay. That's, I mean, it has really depended on the year because sometimes our first days are not like an actual full school day. It depends on what's happening in our family and everything. But if we have, hey, this is our official big first school day, then they would get their little back to school bags on that day. And they get to just kind of explore through it. And, you know, their new math book is in there for the year. And I'm trying to make the new math book exciting, you know, even though it's just the next <laughs> level of math. But but they do get excited when they see, you know, the smelly markers with the math book. And everything just seems new and fun when you put it in a bag. I remember when I was a kid just being excited that I had brand new pencils with a full eraser, nothing, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing gone yet. We have a big jar of pencils in our schoolroom that's always there. But still, on that first day of school, when they get their little bag, they have the brand new, perfectly sharpened Ticonderoga pencils. It's got to be a Ticonderoga. Yep. <laughs> 
and it's the same every year. They know they're getting it, but there's just still something about it that's it just it's a tradition. So they get excited. There's there's something that I do, which is it's kind of pointless because my kids are homeschooled, but I do it anyway because when I was a child, I loved it. Karen, do you remember that mom would take us school shopping every yes, year? Yes. Okay, so there were six kids in our family growing up. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. She would take each of us individually, sometime usually during August. You know, she would take us each and we would go with her, just the two of us, to the store and do school shopping. And then she would take us out to lunch. Well, and I do have to just shout out to mom a little bit because she hates shopping. She does. She hates errands. So the fact that she did this six times and made it our special thing, that's a testament of her love. It is. And, <laughs> and it, it actually, it meant a lot to me at the time. And you know, looking back now as, as a fond memory. It was our big date with mom. Yeah. It was, she spent the whole day focused just on us. And when you have a big family, you often don't get a lot of one-on-one time with a parent. So it was cool that she did that. Yeah. And, and it was mostly shopping for our clothing that we were going to need for that coming school year. Yeah. She made a list, you know, she looked at our closet ahead and said, Oh, you're going to need four shirts and you know, yeah. oh, look at your sock drawer. They all have holes. You're going to yeah. need new socks. So it was just the necessities that we needed, but instead of just buying them, she made it an event and she always let us choose the restaurant. And I, I chuckle about it with my kids sometimes because we go out to eat way more than we did as children. Like my kids get to go out to eat more often, not a lot, but more often than, than I felt once like a year. that was our one time a year that yeah. we went out to eat and we got to choose the restaurant. And they were like, you got to choose anywhere. I said, well, yeah, like it was McDonald's, like McDonald's or, or Denny's. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> it was fast food, but, right. but we got to choose. And even if mom wasn't in the mood for that, she didn't No, we, we she got let to us choose. choose and it was cool. It was so, about us. So anyway, even though my kids are homeschooled and they're boys and they do not care about their clothes. <laughs> And you don't really care if they have holy socks. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> and they wear pajamas every day. <laughs> so wait, does that mean that your whole shopping list is like four pairs of pajamas or is it just... Okay, we are heavy on the... They actually wear like athletic pants to bed right. or athletic shorts. So yeah, we're heavy on those kind of clothes. <laughs> but but even though it's not really needed in you know the schooling environment that we have, I still take my kids school shopping every year because that was a big deal to me. And so I try to make it a big deal to my kids. You like give them that date. And and all it is, I mean, it doesn't take any planning or preparation. Mm-hmm. You just take them to the store, you buy them a few clothes, you know, things that they want that you, they get to pick them. And then you go out to eat somewhere and then you come home. Yeah. You know, that's, and, and yet a few it was hours. This, it was this date where mom was focused on me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, I actually think that often the best traditions are the simplest traditions. Yeah, I agree. Because if you make it elaborate and difficult, you're overwhelmed and you don't keep it up. So I love that that was a tradition for us growing up and it will always be a memory. And I'm sure that to mom, she felt like, no, that was actually expensive and time consuming because there were six (laughs) of us. But it didn't take so much that she wanted to quit. You know, she, it was just, she did it every year and we loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, we should point out right now too that we're just throwing out ideas of things that we have done and things that we've thought of, but we don't do all of the traditions all of the time, year after year. We're not telling you to add more things into your life. No, we're we're giving you ideas so that you can pick and choose only the best ones for you. 
because anything that just creates more stress in your family and in your homeschool, that's not the goal of a tradition. That will steal from what the whole goal is. The goal is to have these little happy memory hooks, little events that make everyone feel good. So if they're creating stress, if they're causing turmoil, that's not what you're going for. Yeah. And you know, like Karen, when she, when she gives her kids the gifts of school supplies at the beginning of the year, she will often wrap individually wrap each of their, their books that they're getting. I do. Yeah. And to, to me, I'm a low effort person. Okay. If, if that was the requirement, I would never do it. But if I can just buy a gift bag and throw everything in there. Okay. I can handle that. Right. Because all it takes, it's really the same thing. Yeah. I'm buying the school supplies anyway. All it takes is me putting it into a bag. That's not that hard. So you, have, you do what you need to do. You have to do the thing that actually feeds you, that serves the purpose that you have. Right. And for me, like wrapping up cute little gifts, that makes me happy. And like it that's just, what yeah. feeds me. And it just would give me extra stress. It'd be right. like one more thing. So you have to take any ideas and make them yours so that they really do make you happy. That's that's what the goal of these traditions is. So, Okay. More back to school traditions. First day, we spend it organizing our new boxes. That's pretty much like I, my kids have these plastic bins that they keep their school books in for the year. And it, they, they store it on a shelf and then they pull them out every day for school. And it's got everything in it they need. All their school books, their colored pencils, supplies. all their stuff. Yeah, yeah. their supplies. So our, our first day of school, we spend taking out the old stuff from last year because we didn't get to it before, right? We, <laughs> last day of school, out. we just stick it on the shelf. You, you booked it out of the house yeah. and you didn't come yeah, we're, back. We're done. Yeah. So, so first day, we clean out our old stuff and put in our new stuff. And I go through each of the kids' supplies, like here's your new notebook and this is what it's for. And sometimes we'll put a title on it or they get to decorate the cover. We do all of that on the first day. And that's pretty much our first day. It's like an orientation day. Yeah, I kind of treat our first day the same. Although I do clean out the schoolroom over the summer. I, that would drive me crazy. I couldn't do it. Well, it's not a school. It's their own individual boxes and they just sit there on the shelf. It doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah. So you, you, you're a better woman than me. I can't <laughs> let go. <laughs> well, we, uh, do kind of move in though, in the same way that you're talking about. Like we, we move our supplies in and, and all of that and get settled. But I like to treat that first day Almost like it's the kid's first day with me as their new teacher, which seems ridiculous because I'm their only teacher they've ever had. You know, I mean, they have had other classes from people, but I'm their teacher. But I still go through and kind of review the rules and the routine. And we kind of start over every year, just like it's the first year. Yeah. Our our whole first week is that really. It's like reviewing we, planners. Yes. We're, we're, we're really diligent about the planners at the very beginning were super diligent about we pick an order at the beginning of the actually the first day this is one of the things we do I let the kids help me decide what order are we going to learn our subjects in this year and mm -hmm. then we do that I type up a list and we do that order religiously for the first month and then we pretty much follow it the rest of the year but after that we we're, we allow ourselves a little more wiggle room yeah but it's like you have to get back into those habits and the kids have to relearn you can't talk when I'm talking and everyone has a turn and you have to be polite and, you know, you have to relearn a lot of the behaviors as well. And so we really focus on that the first week. Yeah, we're the same. It's it's magical how if you can establish the really, really good routines, 
they just kind of naturally flow and you don't have to work hard at it after it's established. Yeah, but you got to do that work that first week. At yeah. least that's so that, what I found. That doesn't seem like a fun tradition exactly, but it kind of is. Like that first week of school, I don't really plan a lot of, you know, difficult lessons. Right. <laughs> the lesson is how we behave, how we manage, how we act in our school, what our routines are. Yeah. And we focus on that. And we do fun things. And it's not like we don't read or do a math lesson, but I don't do anything hard because the hard part is the learning what we do in school again, every year, again, every year. Yeah. That's the tradition part. Yep. One other thing that we do, I don't know if you do this or not, Michelle, we do a self portrait every year. So like they draw. Yeah. My kids in the first week of school, they always draw their own self portrait. And then I keep the self portraits in their like school portfolio that we have. And so they get to see how they've changed. So that not only really do cute. they add their self portrait, but they also always look back and go, Oh, look at me when I was five. And yeah, you know, they get to, that's look really cute. How they've evolved over no, the we, years. We don't do that, but that's a so, cute idea. It's an easy, easy tradition, not difficult. You just get a piece of paper and you know, crayons or colored pencils or whatever. To tell the truth, I don't do a ton of traditions because I, like you're Karen, you're super into holidays and that kind of thing. And I'm just not like that stuff doesn't have as much meaning to me. It's just my personality. Yeah. But so I don't think I do as many traditions as you do, like with things like, like that, like the self portrait, but I love that idea. That's cute. Yeah. I, I find that the ones that stick the best are those easy. Well, like, like that one that takes no preparation. Yeah. And it, it's really fun to look over the years. It's the kind of thing that you, you have to sort of do consistently only because it's so fun to look hey, me when I'm five and then six and then seven. And they change the way they draw, the way they write. They always write their name and their age and then draw their head, you know, draw their self-portrait. And I even love just seeing how the handwriting changes when they write their name. Yeah, that's cute. It's just kind of fun. So we always do that the first week. Do you do photograph portraits of your kids? So that's not something that I do like the first week of school. Well, (laughs) this isn't really a tradition. My husband's sister is a photographer, so we do pictures of the kids when she comes. So we don't do like the back to school thing that a lot of people do, like, yeah. you know, the Pinterest pictures where they show grade this and all that. I don't really do that because no. instead I utilize my sister-in-law. But Good job. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> way better at taking photos than I'll ever be. So shout out to her. And I don't know. I probably would just snap a photo of them if I didn't have her, but she's so good. And we usually get together in the summer and do that. But I do like the pictures that moms do where they, you know, first day of school, picture. first day of school picture, they often will hold their grade up or their age up or whatever. But I haven't done that. I don't, I don't do that. My kids, my kids used to get fairly regular portraits when they were doing sports because they do sports photos. So uh-huh. we've, all their pictures are like with a soccer ball or something, but <laughs> I'm a bad mom. I I, I take pictures of my kids, but we don't do portraits really, you know? No, but the entire layers of learning scrapbook is like, I mean, the the books are like a scrapbook of their childhood, right? And we do family pictures every now and then. It's actually been quite a while since we did them. We were just talking about that the other day, my husband and I, that, man, we need to do some family pictures again. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, you always act like I have it all together, but I do vividly remember one year I saw on Pinterest that cute idea where you take the kid's picture in front of the garage door and then you basically put it on Photoshop and around it you write all of the the special things about them like it it shows like you know mom writes 
their personality traits or special memories from the year. And so it's like this portrait of their whole childhood or that year in their childhood, I guess. And I got as far as we took the pictures in front of the garage door and I still have it in my photo folders. There's just the kid in front of the garage door. I never did the Photoshop (laughs) word. So (laughs) it's like those Pinterest nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. That's as far as I got on that one. That's okay. But, but, but see, you found out that tradition wasn't going to work. Wasn't going to like, work. For whatever reason, it just wasn't going to be something that was your thing. That one turned out to be too much effort, apparently. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it didn't fly. Because <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's go into like holiday type things. Or, or okay, do you have more? On, There's one more that I should have said before we even got to the first day of school. Because this is a tradition that I love in our family. My husband always takes the kids to the yard for an overnight, either sleep in the tent or sleep in the hammocks or sleep on the trampoline or something like that. They have like a last day of summer sleepover with dad in the yard. I love that they do it. I love that I don't. I think dads should have a lot of traditions with their kids. I sleep in my bed. They have fun on the trampoline. They wake up in a pile. But it's kind of one of the fun summer Well, and it's actually important that they do it. Like, it's a dad thing. It's you know? a dad thing. And they can do dad things. With, like, they don't have to brush their teeth that night. Isn't that a dad thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it is kind of nice to have some traditions that are someone else. Like, even if it's maybe grandma takes them for a special thing. Or, you know, not every tradition always has to fall on mom. Most of them do fall on mom. Yeah. So it's nice if you can have a couple of things in your family culture that are special things that someone else does. So it's not all you. You know what else we should talk about? (laughs) What? The back to school feast. Oh yeah. We often have a, well, okay. It's not a back to school feast. It's a start of term feast. Yeah. Because Harry Potter is our favorite. Yeah. (laughs) But we've done that for years. A lot of years we actually do it together. Our two families get together and we do a big start of term feast. I I like the feast thing. And, And we don't always do, we do lots of feasts, not just Harry Potter. We do other feasts. Like I like having a geography feast where we have foods from lots of countries or we do feasts like medieval feast or, you know, things that are something that goes along with our school stuff. But I like having a few feasts through the year. Yeah, they're they're celebratory. It's a tradition in the sense that we have feasts, but they're not always the same It's not the same feast every year. They can have different themes. They can come at different times of the year. But it is definitely something that if you asked my kids about our homeschool traditions, they would immediately jump to the feasts because that is something we've always done. Your family and my family has done that. And then we've also done quite a few together. We bring the yeah. cousins together. And when Karen does feasts, she there, has like... I go big. <laughs> she does. I can already hear what you're going to say, Michelle. Okay, she has like 20 courses, okay? and and <laughs> It's there's... called a feast. <laughs> And then there's there's decorations and she's wearing a costume and she's got like menus printed up and probably invitations. I don't know. The president came last time. There, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we, we, we go big. But that's because, again, like wrapping presents, that's like what makes me happy. Yeah, it does make her happy. I like yeah. doing all this stuff. I like the themed things and decorating my house and yeah. all of that. So usually when we have feasts together, they are at my house. Because Karen loves it. Yeah. Sometimes she lets me bring something. <laughs> <laughs> You're an 
amazing cook. You're allowed to bring things. I just have to know ahead so that I can make the little special tag that's yes, labeled. Yes, yes. It has to be part of the mystery menu or whatever. <laughs> no, we, we have a lot of fun with our feast, though, and our kids love getting together and the celebration. And it is a lot of work when I do it, but it doesn't have to be. No, when, no, I, when, when, I, when I do feasts, I do have several courses because you want to it is a feast you want to have a lot of different foods and make it fun but some of them might be purchased from the grocery store and heated up in the oven <laughs> you know mini corn dogs and <laughs> chicken nuggets yeah, yeah that kind of stuff and then and then I my decorations usually consist of I bought a colored tablecloth and some plates and maybe one thing for a centerpiece but you know that's that would be going all out if I had a yeah, centerpiece. It's, it's a little bit ridiculous that my husband built me a she shed for my decor, like all of my feast decorations and stuff, but I really love it. How many bins do you have just of Harry Potter stuff? This I is think, a quiz. I think three. That's quite a bit. Yeah. But I also have a lot of the decorations up in our schoolroom too. So, I mean, if I actually had all my Harry Potter stuff in bins, it would probably be more because right now we're sitting in my schoolroom and I'm looking at the Deathly Hallows sign behind you and the banners on the wall and Hedwig's up on top of the TV. And, you know, I have a lot of Harry Potter stuff that that is not in the bins. But yeah, I love decorations. They make me happy. So our traditions tend to be a little more elaborate than yours. Yeah, because I like white walls. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have like, come to the blank feast. You're perfectly themed for it. I'm perfectly themed for it. But I, I love that... We both have traditions, but we have them that fit us and our families. Like, honestly, I'm not sure that your boys would entirely appreciate my decorations. But no, but they that's probably because they haven't been raised with it. I mean, you... Well, I'm saying that it's not like they're sad because you... No, they're don't. not. It, they're, they're totally they don't fine. Care. And, they, and they're <laughs> awesome when they come to my feasts, and they're okay if they don't. You know, yeah. like, you, you do what works for your family, but, but we do have fun with all of our different themed feasts. And we often do a start of term feast. We often do an end of term feast. And then sometimes we just throw them in for other things throughout the year too. Halloween feasts. Halloween that's, feasts. That's a common one. Often. Yeah. yeah. But, but it is fun. It's when we did the medieval fair feast, that was really fun. We did that with both of our families together. And yeah, I mean, the kids were jousting with their bicycles and <laughs> we had a whole archery thing set yeah. up and they had a really really good time make it elaborate or make it simple but it's fun to have those little traditions well the thing about a feast is though you usually don't do it very often I mean if you did it once a year that'd be plenty yeah so well and when I say those are the different times that we do it those are the different times that we've done it over the years we don't do all of those every year that would be yeah a lot but yeah. we just kind of choose Pick and choose a few fun events throughout the year. What other fun things does your family do, Michelle? I don't have nearly as many traditions as you. I've been racking my brain, but I did think, I don't know if this counts as a tradition, but I have always read aloud to my kids regularly. And the read alouds are just, it's just because we love books. I mean, when, when we go on family vacations, we listen to audiobooks. We don't listen to music. We listen to books. <laughs> Actually, this is a funny story. The other day, I came home and I asked the boys, how were how was Scouts? And their big brother had driven them. Their teenage brother had driven them. And he, my youngest goes, it was loud on the way home. I said, what do you mean it was loud? Did Isaac crank the music up? And Isaac goes, it was a book, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> he cranked the book up. He cranked the book up. <laughs> 
I gave him a high five. I was like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we read aloud. Is that a tradition? <laughs> I, I think you've made it one. I don't, I think a lot of families read aloud, but in your family, all of your kids are teenagers now. You don't yeah. have little kids and you don't think of read alouds as being something that is for the teenage crowd, you know, but you've made it such a tradition in your home and in your family that I really think that is one. It's part of who you are. Yeah. You know? but that's like one of the defining things about our homeschool, I feel like. And it's, again, it doesn't take any extra effort. It's, you know, well, part of our day. And you've chosen a thing that you love that yeah. makes you happy. So the things that you're doing again and again are the things that you love that make you happy. That's the idea. Just getting an idea from someone that you think, oh, that works for them. So I should make it work for me doesn't really fly. But when you really fill your life with the things that make you happy, the traditions stick and everybody gets happy from it. Yeah. We do a red, red, red time. Where What's that? The, kid, the kids are supposed to wear red and I wear red too. Like we wear red shirts and then we basically just, I plan a few red foods and then we spend the day reading books. So oh, we've, so we've like read all day. That's your whole school day? Our whole school day. Just is every just now reading. and then or something? Yeah, we, usually like once a year. I just, they get to school and I say, school's canceled. It's red, red, red day. And they have to go run, change their clothes. And I have like <laughs> a little fun. red breakfast and they all get their books and they just know that we get to read that day. So were they like, yay? Oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> they never know when it's coming, but when it comes, it's, that's the day. That's fun. So, yeah. I mean, we read a lot too, just as a normal course of our day. And we do tons of read alouds, but that's our one big that's day special. that everything gets dropped. Yeah. So I don't know. For holidays, they just kind of have evolved naturally in my family that we just have fun holiday traditions like anyone does. But I do like that because we homeschool, it's kind of become a homeschooling tradition, not just a family thing. Like just how we throw in... Christmas learning along with our other Christmas fun. Things yeah. You know, do. I, I tried that for years and so I used to like, feel like, especially that last week, right before Christmas, I had to make it a whole Christmas themed week and it was stressful. And I always felt like, well, that was a wasted week. That's how it always felt to me. Right. And then you explained the morning baskets and the morning meeting thing uh-huh. where you just keep things in your basket and you just pull them out. That has worked so well for us. So that has become my new tradition in the last the last few years. Like when a holiday is coming up, I just make sure I have things in my basket that go with the holiday. And then I can have that be the themed part of our morning. So it doesn't have to be super planned. It's and just it doesn't, there for it doesn't you. wreck the rest of our plan for school either. You know, it doesn't derail our science that we were working on or whatever. Yeah, I never want the holiday things to take the place of the normal things that I plan because I don't know, it just kind of disrupts our rhythm. Like my kids are yeah. really good with our, with our rhythm and our schedule. And it does feel like you just wasted a whole bunch of time. Yeah. So I like to just sprinkle in a few holiday things rather than say like, we're throwing out history and math and geography and stuff. You know, we don't get rid of all of that and then just make it all Christmas. I just sprinkle in a few little things. I loved the advent calendar that you made a few years ago that you shared on layers of learning. Oh, that, that is okay. That's not exactly homeschool. That's more family, but I guess, I mean, in a way when you're homeschooling, it's kind of all everything the same all for us. In. Yeah. But, but what I do is I just take, uh, make a paper chain. Mm-hmm. So there's one, link for each day of December 
and then on the paper chains I have written usually with the help of the kids like we'll come up with ideas of something to do for that day that's Christmas themed so it most of it is really simple like read a Christmas story yeah you know it's it's very simple short things or some of them were like a, a Christmas craft it was something that was simple and easy that I had found online and we just did a quick Christmas craft mm-hmm. and that would be part of our school day or sometimes I would do it later and then other things were like we like to go and look at Christmas lights every December. We go drive around and look at people's Christmas light displays. So that would be on one of the links. And it would be planned so it was in, fell on the right day so I would have it planned ahead of time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We do the Christmas lights. We do the Christmas light scavenger hunt. It's a printable that's oh, on layers of yeah. lighting. Yeah, we've too. used that. And that's something also that's really easy. I mean, you do have to carve out the time to go out as a family but there's not anything that really requires preparation no. for and that one. What we've done most years is we go, we drive to grandma's house and we go pick her up and take her and look at Christmas lights. And then we go out to a restaurant and get hot cocoa together. Oh, like see, that's, that's fun. Yeah. See, simple traditions work so well. Yeah. But yeah, the, the scavenger hunt just has random items on it. Like you have to find a snowman in lights or you have to find a house that's only decorated with blue lights or things like that. And so we yeah, just it, go as a family and try fun. to find them. Yeah. yeah. It's just a little extra something that you throw in to what you're going to do anyway, when you go look at Christmas lights. But I think that's a really good idea for any holiday. If you just want to take the little paper links and then your family kind of brainstorms, what do we want to do leading up to this? If it's a smaller holiday, it might be five links. Yeah. yeah. You might just do a few. On Christmas, we kind of do December 1st through the 20th, Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the 24th, really. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess the last link is Christmas Day. So, But it kind of gives you a framework and a structure without it really being difficult. And everybody gets to contribute the ideas. So that's kind of nice because yeah. everybody feels a part of it. They feel invested in the traditions. And so that really works around the year for any time that you want to do. Just plan a few simple things and have a countdown. Are there any other... Like Valentine's Day or Easter, do you do stuff? Do you have regular things you do that are connected to school that you do with those? Or I hate to bring it up again, but for Valentine's Day, we always do a feast. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day at our house has never been like my husband and I celebrating love and going out to eat. Like We've never gone on a date on Valentine's Day ever, I don't think. We just have it be a family day. So I always do a mystery feast for that one. And the kids basically, well, all of us get menus that just say random phrases like hugs and kisses or Cupid or something like that. And they have to order from it and they don't know what they're getting. And then I have the master menu. And so when they order those things, they just end up with things that appear on their plate. You know, I fill their plate with what they ordered and bring it to them. And then they have to try to figure out which things which were which thing. on yeah. the menu. So they, they deduce which one's which. So we always just do the mystery feast. And we always make homemade valentines for each other. We don't do the, we're going to go buy a bunch of stuff. I just have the kids make little homemade valentine cards with little notes for their siblings. And we put them on the plates before the feast. We don't do this anymore because our kids are older. But when they were little, we were part of a homeschool group kind of co-op thing. Mm-hmm. And we would have parties on the holidays for the kids. It, and the parties were 
they were simple. What we did, we had, we actually just had a group of three families. So what we did is we would say, we're going to potluck lunch, just bring whatever you want. And then each person, each mom is going to bring one activity that's, for example, Valentine's themed. Yeah, like a, a game or a yeah, or crossword craft. puzzle or a craft. And, and each person would just bring one thing. We didn't coordinate it. We just each brought one thing and Keep then had the simple. kids do it. And then we'd have lunch together and that was our party. You know, it was simple. It's so funny how super, super simple things can be really meaningful when they become like traditions. They look forward to it and they go, I wonder what's going to happen this year. And it's the same basic structure, the same plan. So you don't have to go to any big lengths for it, but it's really fun. Yeah. And kids look forward to it. And honestly, there's a ton of things you can do. They're just like print something off the internet and it's this fun thing and the kids love it because it's, cause it's a tradition and because it's not the normal routine, you know, it's something extra, yeah. something special, but it didn't take you a lot of effort. For New Year's, when we count down to New Year's, we it's the same as our Valentine's Day. It's not a day where my husband and I go out really. We do go out sometimes, just not on these days, apparently. <laughs> we, we do have dates, but no, we have it be a family party and it's kind of the same as the countdown type of idea, but for each hour leading up to midnight, I just put like wrap up a game, like one of the board games we have or something like that. So Stuff you already own. Yeah. yeah. At nine o'clock, we open the game and we play it. And then at 10 o'clock, they open the new game and we play it. So it's pretty simple. But it's just a fun way to kind of count down to the new year. And then we always have like a New Year's toast with sparkling cider and stuff. Yeah, but I remember, do you remember when you made the milk with the, oh, let's yes. see, it was, it was like plastic goblets or flutes or something. And you put sprinkles around the rim. I don't know how you attach those sprinkles to the rim. You just get it wet. Oh. You just dip, you dip <laughs> the rim of the glass upside down in a little bit of the milk or even water or whatever. And then you dip it in sprinkles uh-huh. and then when it's turned back upright you just have the little rim of the glass with sprinkles on and it. then you put a cookie on and then the yeah edge. i cut yeah. A, a little notch out of the cookie and then put it on the rim of the glass too and then we had a cookies and milk toast new year's at, toast yeah at I, midnight. I loved that yeah i, that was I think i did it one time that that was a lot of effort for me <laughs> That was a fun party. We had New Year's together that year with both of our families and the grandparents were there too. And oh, yeah, I think we did. And we, we did a whole bunch of games and things like that. But again, that was like one of the hours was just dance on Xbox. You know, it's things that yeah. we already owned that so, we were yeah, doing anyway. The, the, the tradition is that you have this family party, but then you might change up the details. Yeah, it doesn't right? have to be exactly the same thing. But when you have the same format, you don't have to go in depth in the planning. That's the awesome thing about traditions. It's like, they're really fun, but it's kind of like you on cruise control because you don't have to plan everything novelly. It's already kind of in place. You know, something that I don't think I realized was a tradition until we stopped doing it. Okay. So, so every year we have a, a family vacation where we go someplace. Like we spend a week going to, you know, somewhere three states away. Like we'll go to Colorado or we're, uh-huh. we'll go to Utah or we'll go to Washington or wherever. It's your we road trip. It's our road trip. We have a road trip once a week. But once a week? I'm you sorry. You just changed that up. Once, <laughs> once a year. That's way too much effort for you, Michelle. Once a year. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, road trips are a lot of effort, but it's worth it because it's a big, like, I don't know. I, I think that traveling together as a family, if you don't get close, then <laughs> you're, it's going to build your family or break your family. One or the other. <laughs> one of the two. But anyway, so I didn't really realize that's a tradition and, until the coronavirus pandemic happened. 
And then we didn't travel that year. You know, we didn't travel. And it was like, you feel the loss a little bit. Yeah, it was like, oh, we missed that. And well, and it's funny, because none of the other weeks of the year, do you ever do that? And you don't feel the loss. But because it's a tradition, you're like, we missed our yearly yeah, and, and it's in my mind, I date things based off of, oh, that's the year we went to Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, do you do that? Yeah, so yeah. The traditions are markers. They are. I remember you telling me that when you lived in Hawaii, it was always hard for you to know, to remember when anything oh, happened. Oh, yeah, because it's the weather is the same year round. Yeah, so, so you didn't have the, yeah. the markers. Yeah, but, it's like, was that last winter? Well, there's no winter in Hawaii. So I, I would be like, what month is it? And I couldn't remember, is it spring? Is it fall? I, don't I, know. I have no idea. Yeah, but our family traditions really do create like mental hooks, like markers yeah. for all of the things. And yeah, we felt the the loss of that year too with a lot of our traditions. In our homeschool, a lot of it felt very much the same. I was really grateful yeah. Yeah. that we already had an established routine that worked for us. Yeah, it didn't affect homeschool so much. Yeah, it was... It except, was nice to accept library trips. The library was hard. Yeah. But but it was nice that my kids didn't have a hugely altered lifestyle. But we did miss out on some of the traditional things that we would normally go out and about and do. Yeah. For sure. But I don't know. Other than we have a little holiday things that we do a lot. I mean, I think everybody does the Easter egg. I shouldn't say everybody, but Easter egg hunts are pretty normal. I like to throw in extra Easter egg hunts with my kids, like math facts Easter egg hunts, where when they open up the eggs, that's where their math facts are. Instead of doing like flashcards that day, instead oh. <laughs> I, I have like them written on little tiny cards and they have to go hunt for the eggs and then solve the math problem. Um, just little tiny things like that. They are a little bit more effort, but not a whole ton because we already have the eggs. It's It's pretty easy. So we do a lot of little holiday things like that in our homeschool. You don't really do. I don't do as many of those kinds of things. Yeah. Because I, like actually making the cards and filling up the eggs would be, is that really worth it? I could just have it on a piece of paper. You know? <laughs> I know. You have to decide. Okay. Honestly, to me, if I go online and find a math facts worksheet that has a little egg printed in the corner, that would be high effort. Truthfully, there's a ton of that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you want to add in some really easy little things that don't really take up a ton of time in your homeschool day, but it still feels festive, it's really easy to find like the little art project or the little worksheet. And there's a lot of holiday things that you can just sprinkle in to have that simple thing be your homeschool tradition. Like at the holidays, we do this fun little worksheet math facts instead of the flashcards. That's really easy but it'll be fun for your kids. It's just a, enough change that they look forward to it. Okay, so now let's go to the end of the school year because a lot of times you'll have things to kind of finish off the year or your last day things or stuff like that. that D- does your up. last, you said your last day hits and you guys just run out and you don't look back. Pretty much your last <laughs> Okay, this year was kind of a bad year in a lot of ways because we did school clear through June and normally we're done before June. I'm... I'm like, I'm the kind of person that like, I'm done with school at noon and I'm done in June. Like it's over. (laughs) It's not happening. But we had some setbacks this last year and we got behind. And so I was like, okay, we're going to power through because we really needed to get through some biology that we were doing. And we really needed to get through the math books that the kids had done. And we hadn't accomplished that. But so we sort of petered out this year. It wasn't a great year. 
So I was wondering about that. Do you end all of your subjects on the same day, like on a normal year? No. Or because my kids usually like when they finish their math book, they're done with math that year yeah. when they finish. Some you know. like, for example, we got done with history before we got done with science. I just, I just wanted, out that I wanted to do more in science this year. Like I had more planned because I just, I was like, I need to cover this with them and I need to cover that with them. And I had more I wanted to stick in than I did with history. That's kind of one of the happy things about homeschooling is that we don't have to have it perfectly timed. Like we can be flexible. Yeah. So, so our days got shorter in June actually, which is why I kind of say we petered out. Like we lost one subject here and one subject there. <laughs> like the last week I said, we're not doing Latin anymore. We're just not doing it. <laughs> And we'll do it next year again. But, you know, we dropped it for that last week. But, yeah, we don't have a huge tradition when we end school. I can't think of – I mean, we really, honestly, they put away their books for the last day, and it's like, yay, we're done. See, we always do – like, we have to count our marble jars because throughout the year, the kids earn marbles based on, like, right answers and good behavior. And it's house points. Yeah. That's what we do, like Harry Potter-style house points. And so they – we count those up and then we award the house cup at usually an end of term type feast. And those are different themes depending on the year. We often will choose a book that we loved that year that we did as a read aloud and kind of do that for a theme. But again, our themes usually consist of like, would you rather questions and a few trivia questions while we're eating a meal. And the meal is a pretty normal meal, but I give it fun names that go with the book. So a couple of years ago, we read the whole Tuesdays at the Castle series by Jessica Day George, and my kids absolutely loved it. So at the end of the year, we decided, hey, our end of term feast is going to be a Tuesdays at the Castle theme. So I would do something like Celie's Spaghetti, because Celie is one of the main characters in the book. So it's not that she loved spaghetti in the book even, it was just like a cute name for it. So I would just give all of the foods that I'm making for the dinner a cute little name based on the characters or the setting of the story. And then during it, we would say, would you rather own a castle that moved or a castle that had secret passages? And then my kids get to all go around and answer the questions. So we just do simple things like that, that kind of celebrate what we did that year. That year, we read that whole series. We loved it. We fell in love with the characters. And so our end of term feast kind of celebrated that part. We've done the same thing with Around the World Feast when we really focused a lot on geography. And the year we learned the continents when we were doing year one of Layers of Learning, we did an Around the World Feast at the end, and we had foods from each continent, like yeah. actual recipes from each continent, and the kids yeah, that's answered fun. trivia questions about the continents. What did you do like for that. Antarctica? I think that was our dessert. <laughs> I think we just did ice cream. Like that there was, you go. <laughs> that was a little bit lame, not genuine, authentic, but you know, it's Antarctica. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? You could eat raw fish like the penguins. I was going to say I wasn't going to serve penguin. <laughs> But no, we, that was a really fun one though. But my favorite thing that we do at the end of the year is that we have a big bonfire and we burn our schoolwork. That is also my favorite thing that you do. One year we were here for that. I can't remember it. Like we just happened to be here. Karen was like, oh, by the way, we're having a burning. (laughs) (laughs) It feels very celebratory when you finish. And we first get out everything that we're keeping for the portfolios. You know, that's kind of our last week of school. We start to get organized and they choose their best work to put in their portfolio and everything else goes in the big pile. And then we have a bonfire and we roast s'mores and celebrate that the school year's over. Yeah. I think that's a great tradition. It's fun. 
So the important thing about traditions though, is just that you have them, not necessarily what they are and that you find things that fit with your family and your personality so that it's not a burden. It's actually something you enjoy, you like doing. And for some people like Karen, it, it can be going big, at least if compared to me, it's going big. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, for other people like me, it might be a little bit more toned down or more things that are kind of can even be things that you feel like, oh, this is just a normal part. Doesn't everyone do this? And it turns out not everyone does. It's something that you do in your family you might have a weekly family night that is devoted just to your family. That's a tradition. So, you know, any, anything like that can become part of your homeschool and part of your family tradition and make your lives richer. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating wherever you listen. Ratings and comments help people find happy family style homeschooling. Visit us at layersoflearning.com at Instagram and on our Facebook group. And make sure to tune in next month for the next podcast. In the meantime, we wish you happiness in your homeschool. Have fun learning! learning.